0: فاشرف بي بالعلم ولا تبغي به ما عشت يا دا بدلا ويا له من شرف عظيم الحمد لله يا رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa attabi'ina lahum bi ihsanin ila yawmidin amma ba'di. We were speaking about um, the conditions of one you want to place taqfirul mu'ayyan on a particular person. And we spoke about qiyamul hujjah, establishing the proof against a person. And what we mentioned in our last lesson was that the ulama, they differ upon two famous statements regarding what Qiyam al-Hujjah is meant by. One view of scholars, they believe that Qiyam al-Hujjah, the proof reaching a person means that they understand the proof and they know what is meant in the proof and this is the view t- held by Ibn al-Arabi rahimahullah who else who else brother who from the ulama held this opinion ibn al-Arabi who else the first opinion that i just mentioned that you have to understand the proof Who else? Who else? Ah. Ibn al-Arabi, Ibn al-Qudama, Shaykh al-Islam ibn al-Taymiyyah, Ibn al-Qayyim. Who held the second opinion, in al Ishaq ibn al-Rahman ibn hassan And he mentioned that it's the statement of some of the ulama of Ayyma Din Dawatina Some. Muhammad Abdulhab is not in there. Muhammad Abdulhab is not in there. Okay. What was the proof that they used? This uh, the group who said this. What was the proof that they used that uh you have to uh it's not a condition that you understand the proof. The ones who said Ishaq ibn Abdul Rahman ibn Hasan and the some of the Ayyma tul Dawatin al what proof did they use to say that you don't have to understand the proof? That it's not a condition. What were they what was their proof? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> So that Ayah Surah Al-Furqan, Ayah 44, is the Ayah that they use, do you think, that the majority of them, do you think, that they hear, or that they ponder, or they comprehend, they are nothing except like the cattle, rather, or they are more misguided than them. So they used ayats like that. But as we said last lesson, لي, what is more apparent to me after I looked into both views, ونظرين, after I looked at it, I looked at both parties. What is strong is, is that understanding the proof is a condition. Then the person has to understand the proof that the person has to the person that the person has to understand the proof and inshallah we're going to bring the evidences for that but what do we mean that they have to understand the proof they have to understand the proof in what is being said to them and the hadith that are been given to them and the ayat that are been given they understand it and the reason why they they, uh, they uh, are unable to uh, that they are and, uh, and if they don't understand it it's an excuse for them is <laughs> you go to Hoya. Go, Hoya. And the person who the proof has not been established on them, who the proof has not been established on them, sorry the understanding hasn't come to them, meaning they haven't understood, then the proof has not been established on them. The person hasn't understood what has been said to them then no one can say that they've been, the proof has been established on them. But pay attention here, I want to bring something to your attention. The reason why they couldn't understand the proof has to be due to what? There's either a doubt, there's a doubt that's placed in front of them or maybe that they are not an Arab. They don't speak the Arabic language. But this person is really striving for guidance he's really looking for guidance, this person is excused now. As for if the person can't understand the proof, and the reason why he can't understand the proof is because he turned away from the evidences. Or he's coming with negligence in looking for guidance, whatever way that negligence is, this person's ignorance is never excused. And Ibn al-Qayyim mentions that in his kitab, Tariqul hijratayn He mentions it in Kitab. Tariqul hijratayn 412 to 413. 412 to 413. So, this is what we mean that, that they have to understand. Okay? We mean that the person is striving. He understands that he's striving. He chooses not to strive, he's negligent, he's not looking for the truth, and he's ignorant. He can't use ignorance as a proof. And he can't say, I am excused for my ignorance. No. What's the evidence for this uh, view? <coughs> تعالى, the statement of Allah is a proof. Allah said in Surah Al-Baqarah, ayah 286. Allah says, لَا يُكَلِّفُ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِلَّا وُسْعَهَا Allah does not burden a soul except according to its ability لَهَا مَا كَسَبَتْ It is given what it comes with وَعَلَيْهَا مَا كَسَبَتْ رَبَّنَا لَا تُعَخِذْنَا إِنَّ سِينا وخطانا. So, it's going to own what it worked for and the efforts that it has put in, and it's going to be a it's going to be questioned in the day of Jannah for what sins and shortcomings that it has come from. with. Rabbana, our Lord, don't hold us account in nasina if we forget, o oh, akhta'na, or if we come with a shortcoming. And as you all know, the famous hadith of Sahih Muslim, when the believer said this dua, Rabbana, la tu akhidna, Allah, don't hold us account in nasina <Hebrew> if we forget. or if we do a mistake or if we do a mistake Allah said I have made that for you I've done that for you I have done that for you meaning I will not hold you account if you forget I will not also hold you account if you come with shortcoming, shortcoming so this ayah has shown us that this ayah has shown us the ummah are excused and that they have an udhr, an excuse if they are unable to understand. How is that the case? The case is number one. In the ayah, Allah mentions, Allah does not burden a soul except in accordance to its ability. And pay attention. Lack of understanding is not from your ability. Are you with me? If Allah doesn't burden us us more than we can take or burden burden us more than this person who can't understand, who's unable to understand, this is not from his ability. He can't come with this. Understanding is not from his ability. Sahih? And Allah promised that he won't hold us account for what? What we're unable to do. This person has strived. He's come with all of his efforts and his ability is unable to reach to understand. So he should be excused, right? He shouldn't be burdened. وَلِذَلِكَ إِبْنُ اللَّحَامِ إِبْنُ اللَّحَامِ He has a Kitab Al-Qawaid وَالْفَوَائِدِ الْأُصُولِيَّةِ He mentions that شَرْطُ التَّكْلِيف the condition of taklif, that a person is a mukallaf, he is burdened, is al that the person is sane, wa-fahmu and that the person understands what the shari'a is addressing him with. Are we together? Number two. This ayah, we know Allah accepted the dua of the believers, that he's not going to hold them account for forgetting, right? Because we said in the ayah, they said, Rabbana, our Lord, La don't hold us account in Messina if we forget, oh or if we do a mistake. Are we all together? Oh our Lord. Do not hold us account. Okay? And don't punish us. Okay? If we forget or if we do a mistake. That's what the ayah says. And I have told you in Sahih Muslim Allah said I have done that for you so we know that dua has been accepted for the believers that Allah is never going to hold a believer for something he or she has forgotten or something that they have done wrong a mistake that they came with okay Allah won't okay what does forgetfulness have forgetfulness is prior knowledge and then that prior knowledge that you had has now currently become absent from you. True or false? That's what forgetfulness is. You had knowledge of something, you knew something, and then now what has happened? You are currently unable to remember that thing. You are currently not in knowledge of that particular thing. Are we all together? This is called what? Yeah? This is called an this is forgetfulness. This is what? It's called an What about the person who had never had knowledge? He's worse. He's, he's, so he's more of a reason why Allah would excuse him. Because the one who forgot, he has what? He has what? He has knowledge and he forgot. And Allah promised that he won't hold him account. But the one who doesn't have no knowledge of something at all, and this didn't come from, this did not come from, a that the person is negligent or he turned away from the Nusus. He's, he's turning towards the evidence. But he doesn't know it. He's more of a reason for Allah to forgive him. That's what Ibn Jalil al-Tabari mentions in his tafsir, the third volume, page 155 to 156, the tafsir of this ayah. Number three. <coughs> Allah mentions in the ayah na in Nasina, O oh Allah don't hold us account if we forget. Or if we come with what? Shortcomings. Allah, don't hold us account if we forget or if we come with what? Shortcoming. Who feels cold? Can you go to that radiator and just turn it over? That's what, you're going to hear a little click. Turn it around. That's it, it's on now. So the ayah mentions, Rabbana, our Lord, تؤخرنا, don't hold us account in Sina if we forget, oh, or oh, if we come with a what? A mistake or a shortcoming. What did we say? Allah promised that He won't hold us account for a mistake that we do. What is a mistake? It's something a person does unintentionally. Sahih. That is what a mistake is called. What about the mistake that goes back to a lack of ignorance or he believes that this is what he's meant to do? So the one the one who's doing something wrong, he actually is doing a mistake, is he not? But his mistake goes back to ignorance. That's why the scholars, they say, so and so, he has done a mistake in understanding the mas'ala. So they say it's a mistake, is it not? So, lack of understanding an issue and choosing the wrong opinion is a mistake. Does that make sense? So, it does fall under the ayah, <laughs> and it falls under those three parts of the verses. What three parts? <laughs> La يُكَلِّفُ اللَّهِ We said is what? العقل wa fahmul عقل Ha akal pondering and understanding that what the addressing the sharia is addressing you. As Ibn Laha mentions in his kitab al والفوائد al-Fawa'id. al qawaid Wal Fawa'id al usuliyah Also the second part it comes in the ayah is al forgetfulness. We said al is knowledge and then the person forgetting their knowledge on that temporary issue, on that current issue, sorry. Temporarily, the person doesn't remember or doesn't have the knowledge of that thing at that moment. Sahih? We said that having no understanding of something at all in the first place is far greater for forgiveness than something somebody knew and then forgot partially. Does that make sense? Number three, in the ayah al khata the part where it says al khata mistake, we said that adamul fahmi lack of understanding something is a khata, it's a mistake. Are we, are we all together? So based on this ayah alone, we could say that qi'amul hujjah for us to say that the condition of placing or putting the proof against the person it means that they understand the proof. أي شو اللي the proof. also what did Allah say about dawood and Sulayman؟ Allah Allah said the Quran وداود وسليمان إذ يحكمان في الحرب إذ نفشت فيه غنم القوم وكنا حكمهم شاهدين ففهمناها سليمان آتينا حكما Allah توضّث وداود النبي الله داود أن سليمان إذ يحكمان في, الحرق إذ يحكمان في الحرق they judged in a matter. Something was brought to Nabiullah Dawood, and something was brought to Nabiullah Suleiman, both of them. And Dawood judged, and Suleiman judged. Dawood got it wrong. Suleiman got it right. What did Allah say to us? Did Allah excuse Dawood, or his lack of understanding of this particular issue? Was the excuse for it? Yeah? Was the excuse for it? Allah praised him. What did he say? Both of, them. both of them we gave them knowledge and both of them we gave them wisdom. Are you with me? How do we know Allah did not? Hassan al-Basri said, كان الحكم بما قضى به سُلَيْمَانَ Suleiman was the one that was right in the judgment. وَلَمْ يُعَلْنِ فِي اللَّهِ دَاوُودَ And Allah did not scold Allah did not scold Dawood for his ruling. He also said, حَسَنَ al لَوْلَا هَذِهِ الْآيَةَ لَرَأَيْتُ أَنَّ الْقُضَاءَ تَقَلَّهَكُ وَلَكِنَّهُ أَثْنَى عَلَى سُلَيْمَانَ لِصَوَابِهِ وَعَادَرَ دَاوُودَ بِكْتِيَالِهِ. al Basri said, if it wasn't for this verse, all of the judges would have been destroyed. But Allah praised Sulaiman for being correct, and Allah excused Dawood for his efforts. We know the Day of Judgment, the famous hadith that Imam Ahmad narrated on the authority of Al Aswad ibn Sariah. And the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the Prophet said, Arba'atu, four, Ibn Habban said, Yahtajjuna yawm al-Qiyamah. He used the word Yahtajjuna, Ibn Habban. Four okay. types of people, they're going to have proof the day of judgment. Four okay. types of people are going to argue for themselves. Rajul asamu, a man who is what? Asam. Asam means what? He's deaf. He's what? He's deaf. Another one is another one is a person who is, ahmaq means a person who is, uh, his brain hasn't grown, he doesn't know what's happening around him. Uh, You know some people big, physically, but they've got the brain of a two-year-old, two, two old. are you with me? ورجل هارم. ورجل هارم. And another one is a, a person who's Harim. Does anyone know what Harim means in English? Huh? I think the best one is Sinaam. مَاتَ فِي فترة. The last one is a man who died in the duration. He died what? In the duration means he died between two prophets. He didn't reach any of the two prophets. All four of these, what are they going to say? The first one is going to say, "Rabbi, my Lord, the qadja al-Islam wa asma'u Oh, Allah, Islam came, and I never heard about it. The Ahmak one would say, Rabbi, my Lord, laka jaa al-Islam, Islam came, Yadi al-sibyanu yahdifuni bil-ba'ri. The Ahmak one would say, oh Allah, Islam came, and the children were destroying me. He's, he's playing with the kids, and the kids are doing what they want with them. Like I didn't know why I was doing, I was a kid myself. I'm physically big, but mentally I'm a kid. Islam came and I couldn't even understand what was happening. And as for the one who died in the timing, the fatra, he will say, Rabbi, my Lord, a prophet hasn't come to me. No prophet came to me. Allah takes for them. It's a covenant. Allah takes a covenant from them. Are you guys gonna obey me? They said, yes, we will. So Allah sends a message to them and He says to them, Go into the hellfire. Our Prophet said, That if they enter into that fire that day, it will be turned into paradise for them. It will be Jannah. They are entering Jannah. Let's look at these four now. Let's look at these four. So when they're told to go into the hellfire, some of them are going to be like, no. Minha, from the hellfire we were running away from. And then they're told, you are the people of the hellfire because you would never have obeyed Allah. The ones who enter it, are the ones who are going to listen to Allah, regardless of what the situation is. Are you with me? And some of the narrations mention that Allah says that if I, was send, if I was to send a messenger to you, you would not have taken it from him. I, Allah, have told you to say this and you didn't listen to me. Yeah? Now let's look at these four now. Let's look at these four. As for the one that couldn't hear, and the one who died at the the time when there is no message, what's the excuse? What's the excuse? The proof didn't reach these ones. The one who couldn't hear, he heard nothing. Nothing came to him. And the one who lived in the time when there was two prophets in between it, and none of the two prophets did he see, then he also didn't, It didn't reach him. That's what the two two are. What about the second two? The second two is that the proof reached them, but they didn't understand it. The one that's Ahmad, he heard of the message. But does he understand what he heard? Yeah? Are you with me? Do the children know that this is their father and this is their mother, right? They do, right? They, understand, they know that. Are you with me? They understand that. Kids do understand that. If a child is told about the Prophet as a child, does he accept it? He knows of it. Does he understand it though? The Ahmaq is like that, he reaches him, he knows, he heard of it, but he doesn't understand it. The same one is when the one who is haram, he also reached him. So the issue is their excuse, these ones, is faham. These ones, Adam, are you with me? So this hadith is really a powerful proof to show that understanding the proof is a condition, that a person has to understand it. And the ayat have shown that, and the hadith have shown that. Now insha'Allah I'm going to read, um, uh, so now I'm going to have to respond to the the point that they brought, the uh, argument, evidence that they brought in Surah Al-Fuqa Ayah 44. They said, what about Quraysh? When Allah said about them, أَمْ This is the ayah that they stuck with. The ayah, I explained it before. Do you believe, do you think, and the majority of them يَسْمَعُونَ that they hear or يَعْقِلُونَ or they have عَقَل when they understand. Okay? In whom they are nothing except they are like the cattle, the animals. <coughs> so Allah is telling us in this verse that the majority of them do not hear nor do they understand. So they said, exactly, that's our point. This understanding in the verse here right now, it means They do understand it. But the understanding that's been negated from them here is the understanding of benefiting. The proof they understand it very well. Are you with me? And the evidence is, they understood it correctly. They knew what the Prophet was calling to. He clearly said to the Prophet, Mm. Are you saying that all of the Lords, all of the Ilaha are one? Is that what you want us to worship? Mm. Just one Lord? Worship Him alone? they understood the message but what was the problem they did not benefit from what they understood so the Quran referred to their understanding because it didn't come with an application as though it doesn't exist and that understanding is what Ibn Jarir al-Tabari got from it And al-imamu al let me read the kalam of al-imamu al Shawkani said on the ay am anna aktharuhum yasma'una aw yaqilun he said ay ma hum fi bima yasma'u illa kalbha'i allati hiya maslubatu al-fahm are not ones who benefit in that which they hear except like the animals who are actually stripped from understanding and having any any aql are you with me Are you there brothers? Because the ayah is what? It's talking about understanding with benefiting. They do understand, but they're not benefiting from their understanding. What do you say? You say you don't they Because they didn't benefit from their understanding, the shari'a considered they had no understanding. Uh, because why? If you've understood something, you should benefit from it. You should benefit from it. You see how he goes on. وَإِنْ كَانُوا يَسْمَعُونَ بِمَا Shaykhani so said, "Balkanu, they are like someone who didn't even have the ability to understand, as I just told you right now." And Ibn Jarir al Tabari said it in Ayah Suratul An'a'araf, Ayah 179, when he comments on the Ayah, "Walaqad darra nali jannah ma kathiran min al jinn wal insilahum kulubul la yafquhun biha, wallhum a'yunul la yubcirun biha, wallhum a'adhanul la yasmaun biha." Ula ika kal anami Balhum Avalu Sabila Ula Ika humul Rafilon Ula ika kal anami Balhum Aval Ula ika humul Ibn Jarir At Tabari when he spoke about Lahum Kulubul Layfqa Hunabiha, they have hearts which they can't understand with. He said, Fa'inna ma'anahu liha ula ilina nabahumullah jahannam amin khalti. قلوب لا يتفكرون بها في آيات الله ولا يتدبرون بما بها أدلته ولا يعتبرون بها حججه لرسله فيعلمون توحيد ربهم ويعرفون حقيقة النبوة أنبيائهم سيسلك so فيعلمون توحيد ربهم They know the توحيد of their Lord and they know the reality of the prophecy of Nabiullah Muhammad فوصفهم ربنا جل تناؤوا بأنهم But Allah described them to be what? لا يفقهون بها after understanding it, they turned away from it. Mm-hmm. They basically understood the truth, and after that, they chose to turn away from it. That's what they chose to do. Ah. And they chose to stop pondering <coughs> on it. This is iraq and turning away. Very good. Now I'm going to bring the kalam of the ulama' who said that it's a condition that the person understands the proof that you're bringing to them. I brought, I, I, I brought ayat and I also responded to the points that they brought. Now I'm going to, inshaAllah ta'ala, bring the statements of the ulama, the Ahlul ilm, the people who are grounded in knowledge, who basically uh, mentioned that understanding is, so I'm going to mention Ibn al-Arabi. and Amr Ibn Qudama, Shaykh al-Islam, and Ibn al-Qayyim. Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab. Let's start with Ibn al-Arabi because these were the ones who I said held this opinion, right? Ibn al-Arabi, he says in his Kitab, and of course, he's not the one whose works it's in. It's in the works of Jamaluddin al-Qasimi. Qasimi is the one who transmitted it. So, it's transmission through a means. كما al دين in Transmitter ibn al-Arabi said فَالْجَاهِلُ وَالْمُخْطِئُ مِنْ هذه الْأُمَّةِ وَلَوْ عَمِلَ مِنَ الْكُفْرِ وَالشِّرْكِ مَا يكون صَاحِبٌ مُشْرِكًا أَوْ كَافِرًا فَالْجَاهِلُ the ignorant والمُخْطِئُ and the one who is mistaken من هذه الأمة from this أمة وَلَوْ عَمِلَ مِنَ الْكُفْرِ even if he comes with kufr والشرك or even if he comes with shirk the person doesn't become a kafir and he also doesn't become a mushrik. He is excused for his ignorance. Well khatai he's also excused for his mistake. Until the proof becomes clear to him. and wadiha until the proof becomes clear to him. A clear cut. Uh, until the proof becomes uh, until the proof becomes until the proof becomes clear to him until the proof becomes clear to him